Welcome back to Basic Crypto. I am Connor Olstead. I'm Nathan Height. And we are um, here talking about uh, staking. Yes. Uh, passive income to the nines. I didn't realize that that could happen with cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, so yeah, what it what is staking? How do I like? Yeah, what is it? How do I do? Yeah, that let's with start crypto? with what it is. So staking is um, it's kind of like it would be the equivalent of putting your money into a savings account and letting it earn interest. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on underneath that makes it so that you are earning interest. And the only coins that you can stake are ones that run on a network that. Um, that the algorithm is a proof of stake protocol or algorithm or whatever you want to call it. And that is what you called in the previous podcast in the th- Ethereum killer. Yeah. Right? Um, yes. Because so you can, so Bitcoin is run on proof of work. Right. Okay. Ethereum is also run currently on proof of work and they are trying to move to a proof of stake model. And the difference is that when it comes to proof of work, this work is presented like we need to fix this math problem, Right. On the blockchain, and and then the and then a bunch of computers start guessing, right, right, to figure out what the number is, and um, whoever guesses it first is able to wins the the lottery, if you will, finishes the the hash mark, finishes the block, and they get the reward. So one computer gets the reward out of. Right. This right, yeah. and if your computer is not, if your computer is super powerful, it can guess a lot more. You have a higher chance of winning. You probably are going to win more. You're going to be able to mine more, and then it just grows and grows and grows, right? Okay. And so it's it it's like it's a decentralized network, but it's also kind of like can be centralized because whoever has the most powerful computer wins, and so the rich people get, just get richer and right, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like nah. how the proof of stake model works is that if you you have to lock up your coins, okay, into what they call a staking pool. Okay. And you have to have a certain amount to become a validator. Okay, your computer um, has to have a certain amount to become a validator. And it it's a very risky thing to be a validator because if you do the validations wrong or if your validation computer, like, does it wrong, then you can lose those coins because oh. you're staking them. Right. It's like me putting down something and be like, I know that I can do this and I'm, I'm putting down $10 because if I do it wrong, then you'll take my $10. Okay. Now it's not going to take all of your coins, but it will, it would start to take some away if you have a bad validator. And that's, that's the thing about putting something up for staking is that if you put it into a staking pool where the validator sucks, then you're going to start to lose money. You're not going to start to make money. Because how the, so instead of the proof of work model where it's just randomly going and everybody says, um, you know, and everybody gets to guess at the same time, first one to get it, gets it. Okay. Um, in the proof of stake model, it's ra- somebody's randomly selected. Okay. If you put, if you, everybody put their chips in the middle and they pull out one chip and they say, okay, who does this belong to? Oh, it's me. All right. You do the math. So is this pretty much like roulette in some cases yeah kind of um but yeah so somebody and and there is there there is a sense i should put it this way there's a sense of randomness to it and that's what makes it better than proof of work because it's not the most powerful computer wins okay so it's right evens out the playing field yeah because you people get randomly selected right and if you're randomly selected you do the validation you you have a, a track of the ledger 
Okay. And you check the transaction. You make sure that it's legit. You come back and you say, yes, it is legit or no, it's not. And if it's legit, it gets put onto a block and then everybody can check your work. Right. And just to see if it is. And if it comes out to, to show that you are not, that you validated the false transaction, then t- coins get taken from you. Okay. Rather than you getting rewarded coins. And that's why coins have to be up for stake. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So it's a better model in the sense that it can be, it's it's a lot less cost um, or energy efficient, or it's more energy efficient. It costs less for the energy to, to run that stuff because only one computer has to do the work instead of all these computers competing for one Bitcoin. And then when one person solves it, it's like all this wasted energy. It's like, no, like you do the energy, they check, and then we'll check your work. Okay. So I have... Um, Avalanche. Okay. Just have a little bit of it. Yep. But in every 15 days I can stake it or yeah, block my, my crypto. Yep. There. What am, what am I doing? What, what is that doing by like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to wait 15 days and maybe get something. Or is it like, I'm going to get a percentage every single time or explain to me what is going on in that. Yeah. So you are actually trusting your AVAX coins to somebody else, to a different validator. Okay. You're putting it into a staking pool with other individuals because I anticipate that you don't have a computer that's actually doing the validations. No, no, it's, right? just, it's just an app on my iPhone. Yeah, and so you are, um, and it's an app on OKCoin. We'll leave a link in the description for that. Right. But, um, and you are trusting OKCoin to be the validator or to put it into whatever staking pool that it has and start to validate Avalanche transactions. Okay. Okay, and then when... When OKCoin's computer or the part of the staking pool that you are a part of gets selected that says you can be the validator for this transaction, it validates it, it gets its reward, and then a percentage comes back to you. Oh, okay. That that makes sense. And your That's percentage of the staking pool. So the more coins you have in it, the higher, obviously, money you're going to get. But it ends up being essentially a, um, a percentage yield, APY is what it's called, average percentage yield. Um, and that's, uh, and that changes, that adjusts different. Yeah. That can, that can change all the time. So essentially, let me see if I could put this in layman's terms. I am playing roulette, but not really. I'm giving my money to someone that knows how to play roulette and they will try to put it on the right number if it were, but they get the, the big major reward and I get a percentage of that. The, the validator yeah, does. but the the sense of playing roulette, the the where where you're kind of like getting off is that the sense of play, playing roulette is that you could lose that money, and you can, but um, it's it's just not as likely. It it, sure. it can be right. It can be pretty secure, especially on on legitimate networks, and if you're using legitimate validators. Gotcha. You know. Okay. Um, but if you're using you know validators that suck, then then yeah. Right. Okay. All right. That that makes sense to me now. If you want to get into staking, uh, the best thing to do is to find an exchange that will stake for you and you are trusting your coins to somebody else. Um, and so that's, you know, it's not the best, but it's it's how you can make money doing this stuff. And right now, USDC, you can stake USDC and USDC is a stable coin. You can stake Tether as well, but I don't recommend staking Tether for other reasons. Okay. Um, um, USDC... And we'll talk about stable coins in the next podcast, but um, it it doesn't change its value. The USDC's value is always going to be a dollar because it's locked, right? That's that's the way that that smart contract is written. You put in a dollar, a US dollar, 
you get one USDC coin. Okay. And if and if you take out a USDC coin, I get a dollar. You know, like or the yeah. Okay. However, I was saying that if sure, that, sure, sure. that makes no, sense, I, I get it. And so, you can put in all of your dollars into USDCs. They are locked, and then you can stake them. And it will have, and right now on OKCoin, it has an average of like 4 or 5% return, which is way better than any savings account that you have. Right. You yeah, know, that's... your savings account are usually like fractions of a percent. And so I can see in the future where it would be a situation where people will, especially for coins that are, you know, stable coins that are locked at their price, people will put in their savings, put them into stable coins, stake them, and then if they ever need them, they unfreeze the accounts takes about 48 hours um they would get their coins back and then they would be able to transact them out and spend them so what programs out there would you i mean recommend and and i know we've mentioned okay coin what what yeah, would you bit true does you? it okay. um coinbase is probably going to do it uphold does it as well i will um, put links in the description for the the different exchanges that i have that i know do it um and some of them do it on a higher percentage than others and um, and that changes because the more people that enter into the staking pool, obviously your percentage is going to go down. But if you have a, you know, a decent chunk in the staking pool, you know, cause it will, like once the pool is full, then the, the percentage drops drastically right? because yeah. it's like, we don't need any more coins. Right. Um, so yeah. And, um, the other thing that I want to kind of touch on is there are other coins out there that say that they are putting into and staking, but they're not actually staking because they're not run on a proof of state stake network. They just are trying to give you incentive to leave your coins alone so that they can do other things with them. Um, and so definitely be careful of, of those coins, um, you know, because that's, it's not necessarily staking. It's, um, you know, staking is run on only networks that have a proof of stake network. And um, they can be fairly secure if you do it right. And doing it through exchanges is, you know, it's it's done well for a lot of people to this point. And that is all, all going to change in the near future um, to make it better. And especially when banks start getting involved with it or, you know, different, different uh, big computer companies that want to validate transactions that you're going to be able to put your coins in because people can make money off of it. If, if you give me your AVAX, okay, I stake it with mine and I, my computer runs the stuff. I'm only going to give you a fraction of what I made because you know, that, that would be what in our agreement, our smart contract between the two of us right. is, yeah, you're going to get 5% of what I'm making. Well, and it, and it ends up to be about 10% of what the coins that you put in. Mm-hmm. So, so does locking my coins like we have, like Avalanche AVAX is 15 days. Um, does it matter how long I stake it for? Is there like, do I get a bigger percentage yield if it were, uh, the longer I lock them in? Depends on the coin. Okay. Um, like, uh, Miami coin is one that you can lock up and stake. Um, and that one was, uh, like it, it did it every, you had two options. You could do one cycle that was 12 days or 14 days, I think. And then one cycle that was 12 weeks. Okay. Okay. And so it depends on the coin and how they have it. Um, there was another coin that I know of that, uh, that had it, you lock it up for a year. Okay. And it wasn't run on a proof of stake model. Um, and so it's, it's not necessarily one that I believe in. And so I'm not even going to mention it here, 
but um, it's you know, it's, it, but it depends on the coin. Gotcha. Uh, for uh, dot is what it's called. You can stake it indefinitely. It's a flexible staking model, um, and so you you put it down and you say, okay, it's being staked, and then dot it goes into a staking pool and just stays there and just continues to earn interest. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. And um, dot is usually the highest yield um, on different platforms. So I definitely, if you want to get into staking, I recommend picking up some dot and uh, going in, you know, uphold or okay coin or something like that and doing it there. But you know, it, there, there is risk to it. So definitely uh, do some research and, and figure that out um, and, and know that anything, any money that you're putting up there that is not in your cold wallet, you don't have a hundred percent control of. Yeah. And so definitely keep 100% control of it. Um, but, but know that your coins aren't going, um, really anywhere. Right. Well, that's, that's a bad way of saying it. When you're, when you're locking them up, like you should be able to get them back. If all goes according to plan, it just is in rare circumstances, it doesn't. And you know, it's, uh, it's, it can be a risk, but it also can get you, um, some decent change in the, in the meantime. So that's pretty cool. Did I answer everything when it comes to staking? Does that all make sense? It all makes sense. It's uh, definitely something I want to look a little bit more into. I, as far as like you've answered all of my questions. It, it, there is a difference to um, D, the DeFi network and all, all this DeFi stuff that comes out. That is getting more into like loans and stuff. Oh. And so the, it is a little bit different. Um, and so we should definitely talk about that um, yeah. in a future podcast um, because, it, you know, it, it all runs like it's money. You know, sure, and um, and and people, you know, need to use coins for certain things. They need to have coins set aside for certain things, and and being able to say like, yeah, you can have my coins as a set aside part as long as I get a reward in the end. Like it, it happens in different ways, um, and uh, the difference in this is that instead of um, banks taking their fees, you know, because banks are the ones that hand you your um, savings account. Uh, percentage instead of them taking their fees to do that it's going out to the people that are actually doing the work for it which are validators and people putting up their coins so you can get more that's very very cool so i like yeah definitely check the links in the description um to see if there's any uh um any places that you might want to stake your coins if you have some or if you wanted to get some and um yeah that's about it uh shoot me a tweet if you have any more questions about staking or anything else and uh we will Talk to you guys later.